Okay, we are coming down to the wire, y'all. It's about a week out before I move out and travel abroad. And as somebody who has never moved out while simultaneously packed for an international trip that I'll be gone for two months and then coming back and having to move again, um, let me just let me just tell you, a like this is very exciting. I'm super happy for myself and uh, Phil and I and all the adventures that are about to happen for us. But I am so stressed and overwhelmed. And when when you work from home and you're living in a space where there are open moving boxes everywhere, and that was emphasized on purpose because an open moving box means stuff is still getting put in there. And yeah, we've made several trips, mind you, to put stuff in storage but we're still here for another week. We've still got things. Everything left here is pretty much what we're actively using and or bringing with us. But there are boxes everywhere in every corner of every room. You know, furniture is basically out. So it's just a mattress and a box spring. TV is like balanced on a Rubbermaid container. Like this is full college dorm vibes, kind of. And I also work out of this space. Like my office has always been in the home. So to work, listen, to talk to clients, easy breezy, easy breezy. To create outside of, because like that's one tiny aspect of my job. The other parts of my job are to be a content creator. I have to actively create content online because That is where I market and advertise myself. That is how you get to know me. That is how people find me. That is how people then buy the things that I am selling and support my work. So to create is very difficult when you're in A, a cluttered space, but B, when you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed, there is no space mentally to entertain new thoughts because your browser is is open and you've got a million tabs up and they're all to-dos, and the to-dos are pending, but they've got pressure on them. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, oh, to-do, I have to go on Amazon and order like certain things that I'm not going to be able to buy once I'm traveling. To-do, I have to like bring certain items over to my parents' house that, you know, like open bag of baking soda and shit that I can't clearly put in storage and I'm not going to throw out but here Cheryl here's some baking soda for you right like there's a million and one to do's oh on top of that it's like oh right schedule Botox appointment schedule hair appointment make sure you see all of your close friends and family before you go oh and do your taxes right it's just it's a lot of tabs, a lot of tabs. And I am not the girl that's got a million tabs in her browser, like on the actual computer. I am the girl that has maybe three to four that she's actively using. And then I close them out when I'm done. And that is it. So, 
yeah, we're just we're gonna chill here for a second and keep it really real and transparent. Uh, I don't actually have the emotional bandwidth right now to feel all of the excitement that I can mentally and logically acknowledge because there's too many other moving parts going on. So this leads me straight into today's episode, which is going to be about the impact your environments have on your mental and emotional well-being. I don't think, A, this is talked about enough. You know, you might hear people say, like, good vibes only. Like, I only want to spend time with positive people and things like that. And that is, like, a really good fluffy way to put it, yes. But let's, like, dive a little bit deeper into this because, you know, myself right now, I'm realizing the toll that some things in my life are taking on me. And it's become pretty detrimental. And I know I just said that in a very upbeat fashion, but I started recording this episode about three to four times now, and uh, I always loop back to this, so it's just kind of, it's in me, and I got to talk about it, and I will talk about it in the most comfortable way I can, but yeah, I, I'm i not necessarily in a good space in certain areas right now, and that is unfortunate because I've got so much good happening. I've got so much good. Phil and I are really excited about all of these big things that are happening and the changes that are making. But with change comes a whole lot of emotion and that's fine. But when first, like let's let's talk about one very obvious environment that I just kind of mentioned and that's that I live and work in the same environment and I have lived and worked in this environment for the last several years. So it's always been a constant, like I was always looking at the same things. Everything was in the same place for the most part. It was always clean, spacious, organized, and I had a routine and routine for me is really important. Cleanliness is really important. But when you start to move, nothing is organized anymore. Nothing is clean. You've got open moving boxes everywhere. You've just got random things laying around. Because we're also packing for a trip, there are suitcases that are wide open. There's random clothes laying in piles because we're trying to figure out what goes into storage, what goes in the suitcase, what am I still wearing for the next week and a half. And it's a lot like that is a lot. And those are just like basic everyday things, right? Like you wake up and if you're all moved in and everything's orderly, your clothes are in your dresser, your clothes are in your closet. Well, when you've got them scattered all over the place, that creates an obstacle in the daily routine. And then you add in just like open tabs in the browser all around your apartment. It's overwhelming because you're looking at an open box going, oh, I got to complete that. I got to complete that one. And I got to complete that one. And then on top of that, you have like, you're just like your daily things that you need to complete as well, like basic hygiene needs and feeding yourself and exercising and interacting with actual like human life. (laughs) And then for me, it comes into running a business 
talking and helping and supporting my clients. And then beyond that, right, like making sure all of the bills are paid, making sure my taxes are done. But then on top of that, it's also, oh, right, call the electric company and get like the shutoff date, call the cable company, get the shutoff date, call management, make sure you have an inspection and like you find out about your security deposit. Oh, right. There's the flight information. And I could go on and on. Like that is what I've been in for the last few weeks. But more more so now that like we were about a week out. And it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of good. But it's definitely weighing on me. And then if you add in any environment outside of this environment that you enter into or you engage in conversation with that is not positive on top of the weight that one is carrying that becomes a lot heavier and I feel like as uncomfortable as that was for me to just break down and explain because it makes me very vulnerable and transparent to share that I think that will resonate with way more people than I can even imagine because that can go for a lot of different situations. Like somebody who's a first-time mom who has chosen to stay home with her child and her husband works full-time or her partner works full-time, right? Like you've got your child's basic needs, then you've got your basic needs, then you've got like household stuff and like so on and so forth while also trying to like upkeep things that maybe on a regular basis are a little extra that you add in. Like a workout for some people is a deal like a non-negotiable like deal breaker for them every day or a couple days a week. But for some, it's like that extra cherry on top if they could fit it in. It depends on who you are and what your schedule is. And I think... I've noticed, especially recently, I've noticed like how it's like the everyday simple things that seemingly fall by the wayside when we feel so overwhelmed by everything else, you know, like forgetting to have enough water to drink in the day or not going to sleep on time or suddenly you're not working out or maybe the meditation or the journaling kind of falls by the wayside, right? Like those things that are priority, that are really the things that are keeping us together are the things that seemingly get forgotten when we're overwhelmed or we're stressed or, you know, or we could take this into the next level where you're kind of in survival mode in a way. If what you're thinking about, what you're immersed in, what you're talking about all the time is detrimental to you, whether you're looking at it, whether you're hearing about it, whether you're talking about it, whether somebody else is talking about it, I guess that would be hearing about it. You get my point, right? Like, let's say every area of your life is really supported and fun and happy and peaceful. But then you've got a handful of friends 
and they always kind of like drag you into their drama. Or let's say it's different. Let's say your friends are extremely great and supportive and your family is and your partner is, but your work is heavy or your work environment is detrimental. That takes a toll on you. It really does. It takes a toll on you. And at a certain point, you have to look at it and go, is it worth my peace? Is it worth the price that I'm paying for whatever? Or what is the ripple effect of this environment doing to my life and my relationships? And I've had to have this conversation with myself recently, honestly. Uh, My business has evolved over the years. Topics that I talk about, the demographic that I work with, um, there's always been a, a constant within it, but things have always grown with me and they always will. And I'm in a growth period and I'm realizing that some things need to get tweaked and changed within my business so that it it's not harmful to where I'm going in life and what I want to feel every day and what I want to focus on. So it's not planting seeds inside of me that are that are going to create problems for me. Maybe just in my emotional well-being, maybe within the thoughts that I'm thinking or the things I'm believing every day. And, you know, I, I had this conversation with B yesterday and and I said to her, you know, do we do we think that like conventional therapists stay in the same niche? I call it niche. I know a lot of people say niche. I call it niche, uh, within the same niche for the, the lifespan of their career. And she was like, no, I think it's just like human nature. Like you have to grow. That's why a lot of them get more schooling and have a specialty that they can grow with. She goes, but I think if they stay in the same exact niche for the entirety of their career, they're not a good therapist. Now, I'm not a therapist, but we were having that conversation and then we were talking about me and and my work and I was saying how I can reflect from where I'm standing now back on where I started and how much it's grown and evolved because within my work, I have the blessing of being able to incorporate personal aspects into my work and I love that. I wouldn't change that for the world. And there's always been parallels. And when I get to a place where there are no longer parallels, I have to grow out of doing that work with clients and move into a different space doing different work with clients. That's how it's always been. I'm in that space again. And I didn't realize I was in that space again. I knew there was a lot of good happening in my life and a lot of changes, but I truly did not connect those dots, I'm not going to lie, until the last few days. But I had been feeling it for several months and I couldn't put my finger on it. I just would feel it in a certain area or notice it over here and I, I didn't have a big picture or an understanding of it. But beyond business, this applies to you and aspects of your life. This is relative to some of the past episodes where I've talked about friendships and kind of outgrowing a certain type of friendship. I remember in one of those episodes sharing about a friendship in my life. And in in sharing that, I remember what I was feeling at the time and 
how I feel about things now and I'm able to look back now because because that's what's interesting about this work uh, emotional work in general is that your emotions while you're in it are going to be one way your emotions when you're just kind of removed from it are going to be another way and then your emotions when you're far removed from it and there's space between you and it a good amount of space are going to see it completely different and that fascinates me in general because when I step back and I read comments or I talk to you guys and I hear where you're at on a situation and and it's very heavy for you at that time or it's super triggering for you at that time I just think well you know they can't see it yet but there will be a point where they are able to be removed from this situation that is very triggering or painful for them and see it so differently that they'll feel neutral on it. And that's always the goal at the end of the day is to find neutrality. Find neutrality in most of the topics or the situations that have once caused you pain. But with that said, on that note, uh, it's interesting because because as I've connected these dots, when I started this new season of the podcast, I said our focus this year, <laughs> this is this is what you guys use the the label of manifestation for. I don't love that term. I feel like it's way overused and ugh, it's a little too trendy for my liking. But this is what it is, right? I set this intention, but it it's almost like foreshadowing, like. I didn't know I was going to end up at this realization today or yesterday or the day before. But at the start of the year, when I started this new season of the podcast, I said my focus is going to be less on dissecting the heavy stuff, helping you understand the heavy stuff. I've done that. Go to past seasons and listen. Scroll through the old content and listen. Go into my Inner Genius Resource Center and watch those videos which I, I can't wait now because I'm going to get so inspired as I as I keep going in this direction and I'm going to end up creating new courses and new videos and new content on all of this. But I set the intention then and I said it out loud to you. <laughs> Go back to episode one of this season five, I believe we're in. I said we're going to focus more on solutions and moving forward. And now it's all making sense to me. It's all coming back to me now. Not really coming back, but you know, it's all making sense to me now. I luckily can sing, sort of, sort of, not really, um, because my voice is back. I'm still a little nasally. I can see the connection now between setting that intention and where I just landed in other things and pertaining to this topic as a whole. When the environments in your life become super healthy, like they have in mine, and mind you, like I've been working at this for years and working towards being in the space that I'm currently in. So it is unfair to me to be in this space now and not give myself the space internally and mentally, emotionally, physically to allow in the happiness that I've worked so hard to feel. I don't have 
the toxicity that I had a long time ago present. I've cleaned up. I've set boundaries. I've done the work on myself. I continue to. It doesn't end, remember. And now I'm in a space where everything in my life personally is really great and really positive. And I've really truly never known that space. But I'm not even allowing myself these days to know this space because in many ways with some of the things that I'm still talking about or or posting about, I'm having to take myself backwards to talk about topics or relive a memory to retell a story to help you connect to something. And I've ultimately decided I don't, I, I can't, I can't. I can't. For the sake of my mental health, I cannot do that. For the sake of my the hard work I've put in to myself and my relationships, to the new, exciting, happy, healthy relationships I've built in my life, I cannot do that anymore. Which means, just like any new season in my business, things will evolve and a new demographic of people will be my focus. That doesn't mean those of you working with me will be gone. It's just, you know, if if the work that we're doing together doesn't meet the criteria that I want to be working with clients on, I I can't take it on anymore. I can't for my own health and well-being. And that's super vulnerable to have to say, obviously, but I live to hear other people be very vulnerable and I don't know if you realize sometimes how difficult it is to be on this side of things. And I'm not just saying myself, I'm saying any creator out there, podcast host, person on the internet, making videos or writing things or creating some type of content to serve people in some capacity, whether it's just humor, whether it's education, whether it's guidance, it's not easy to get vulnerable and let a piece of you be seen or a thought process be seen. Because when you're vulnerable, you you know you subject yourself to judgment or criticism, the possibility of it. And vulnerability often just feels weak at times in the release of it, just in a split second of the release of it, because you're like, oh, now everybody can see me right? And you're like, oh my God, I can't, I didn't hide these things anymore. They can see me. But I, I really want to make a new commitment to myself. I'm going to get emotional where I challenge myself. And this is something I'm really proud that I do with myself. I challenge myself to be seen in more ways when I want to inadvertently hide something. And and therefore, you know, it's not always the easy step to take, but I'm going to commit myself to taking it more and more. I mean, I've done it clearly. A lot of you know I'm vulnerable, but more because I've really felt this way for the last several months and felt very disconnected to many things and couldn't quite put my finger on it, maybe wasn't ready to, didn't give it enough breathing room, didn't really process or talk about it. And now 
because it's very clear to me and the big picture is clear. It's really healing in many ways, emotionally. It's relief to talk about it. And I hope out of just me sharing that, you you gain something really great. And that's not necessarily about me personally, right? I, I live through embodying this to help you see an example for yourself and make the connections, hence the name of this podcast, Connect the Dots, bitch, right? Uh, it has so many meanings. I love it so much. Um, but I hope you take away that it's A, uncomfortable for all of us at times to to let that guard down, let those walls drop and be vulnerable. But it is freeing. And so another aspect of this is when you talk about it, whatever it is, whether it's with the person in your life, with the partner, or with an audience like I'm doing right now, when you talk about it, when you give it, space to be heard and seen and validated as I always say it brings so much relief additionally it's so important to reflect on the people you have in your life the conversations you're having and the environments you're frequenting I can't tell you who to spend your time with what to invest your time into But I can say that you will notice an emotional shift in yourself or even a behavioral shift when you're spending time in the environments or around people that are harmful to you. And when I say harmful, mind you, I don't mean abusive or, you know, they're they're threatening your life they're dangerous people. I mean, harmful to you could be like, I was having a conversation earlier today, a very uh, positive conversation with somebody, and then they happened to share some drama that was going on with one of their coworkers. And it was within context of the conversation. And quite frankly, for the longest time in my life, I've been very immune to the heaviest of heavy topics and and you guys know that so these days I don't have you know I was immune to it because it really encompassed my world like it wasn't just in my work it was all in my personal life as well every time every conversation I was having with friends was a heavy one every environment I walked into was a difficult one now that's not happening. Like, yes, there are things, right? And and this is where I'm going with this. Like, there's always going to be something. There's always going to be a little bit of drama that happens or a frustration that occurs or a miscommunication that takes place or some conflict that arises. But when you come from really, really heavy, abusive, toxic, unsupportive environments and you move into healthier supportive ones you you can probably resonate with what I'm saying here you go from that being an everyday every second occurrence in your life so 
you don't actually notice it in any other area of your life. You don't pick up on the conversations that are maybe detrimental to you when you're hanging out with your friends because that's like matching, ugh, I'm going to get woo-woo for a second, the vibration or the energy of everything else going on in your life. But when you make shifts and then the majority of the areas of your life don't match that unsupportive nature or the difficult conversations or people or the toxicity, then the toxicity suddenly has a fucking spotlight on it. And you're like, oh, oh, I don't, I don't want that anymore. You know, it's, it's kind of like I can liken this to I've done elimination diets because I was trying to figure out if I had food allergies without actually going to the doctor and getting an allergy test. <laughs> She's a beacon of wealth or health. Health and wealth will just go with it because it just came out of my mouth and I didn't think about it. Um, so I've done elimination diets and I have gone for over a year not eating at one point. No gluten, no dairy, no soy, and no eggs. Okay? And let me tell you, number one, I don't recommend unless you really, really have to because that was – that. There's very little you can eat. You can eat, but there's very little you can eat. And it's hard enough. These days I am gluten and dairy free because I actually have a physical sickness when when I eat those things. Uh, so it's not just like, uh, it's not for show. It's not just an Instagram thing or a podcast thing. It's like, a, it's a real thing. We have to actually buy shit that doesn't have wheat or milk or whatever. But when you do an elimination diet, you know, things start to come to light, right? You eliminate the gluten. All of a sudden, for me, it was like, wow, I can I can eat and not feel sick. That's rare. I've never had that experience before for a very long time. I can eat and not be sick. And then you eliminate something else and you're like, I don't see a change here, but I see a change over here. I feel lighter or less gassy or whatever, 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 right? Like it shines a light on certain symptoms that might be coming up in your body when you eliminate or add something into your diet. Well, the same goes for your life and your relationships and how it pertains to your mental, emotional, and physical health. When suddenly you clean up a bunch of areas you then enter into an environment that you've over, always entered into that you knew was difficult but could shrug it off. And now you're like, oh God, it's just so irritating. I just can't take it anymore. And I will often hear people say to me in a session, I don't understand. Like, I used to just be able to like shrug this off. It didn't bother me. And now it's like, now, Amy, the more I talk to you and learn these things about boundaries and whatever, it irritates me. I can see where this person is struggling or where they need to do it. And I go, don't worry about where they're struggling. Just set your boundary and respect yourself. That is the short route. Let's not take the long scenic route here of like trying to teach them and change them. That's you avoiding having to set your boundary. You see a problem that you don't like in your life. You have an uncomfortable environment you enter into. Something is difficult and you don't want it to be anymore. Set your boundary 
And that doesn't mean wipe it out. Like my friends didn't, I mean, some fell away. Yes. Didn't know hate. They just fell away and we lost contact. But the core group of friends has remained in my life. It wasn't like I went and found all new friends. It was just what I was talking about with the people that were currently in my life changed. And and my eyes opened to things that I couldn't see before because I was cleaning up other aspects of my life from myself and how I talked to myself and how I thought about myself and how I treated myself to the standards I had for how I accepted treatment from other people, to family relationships, to the conversations I was having within the family, to the role that I was playing within the family. Like I stepped away from being everybody's fixer and savior and peacekeeper and was just like, not my circus, not my monkeys, unless I was involved and I need to take ownership and accountability. Otherwise, fix your shit with that person. Don't tell me about it. And yeah, people were like, you're mean. And I'm like, no, this these are life-saving measures you don't understand. I didn't say that, but I thought it for sure because that's what it was. And I didn't see it that way maybe at the time, but now I realize that was a life-saving measure for me. Like being invested in other people's struggles when it's not your own in your personal life, okay? We're not talking about business now. In your personal life is really just a poor investment of your time and your attention. You could just respect yourself and move on. That doesn't mean cut people off all the time. That just means respect yourself and move on. As it pertains to my business, that doesn't mean I don't want to listen to problems anymore. Not at all. Don't take this out of context. That's not what I'm saying the types of conversations I want to be having with clients, the things I want to focus on with clients has shifted. I want to focus less on the past uh, trauma and abuse and I want to focus more on let's clean up the healthy environments and relationships you currently have. Like let's fine tune these things. Like you need some new skills to resolve conflict or you're finding that you feel uncomfortable in this particular area with your partner or your sibling or you're unhappy with your work environment because there's never been boundaries there. That's that's the type of stuff. Focusing more on you've moved out of crisis and you're moving in the directions of health and you are trying to maintain and sustain those those areas of life, those environments, and those relationships. So with that, I hope that after listening to this episode, what you take away and are able to sit with in your own life and maybe reflect more on is, where am I entertaining things, whether it's in behaviors or conversations or environments that don't match up with who I currently am or who I'm becoming and how can I clean it up do I need to speak up and set a boundary do I need to reduce my exposure do I need to go in a completely different direction and change this environment completely or whatever the context is reflect on what you need to do that makes sense to you 
to look after yourself, protect your sanity and your peace and, you know, take those life-saving measures because I know that sounds dramatic, but you don't want to wait until you get to the point where it's truly taking a toll on your emotional well-being and putting you in a place that is just not good or it's causing a ripple effect of harm in your life, which to some degree I I can say some of what I'm sharing with you that I need to make changes is causing harm to my own emotional well-being. And so immediately, as of today, I've already taken steps in the direction of adjusting that and will continue to until it aligns more with who I currently am and what is going to be supportive to me and my mental health and my emotional health. Um, With that said, I appreciate you all listening and allowing me this space to be vulnerable. I know that sounds probably a little backwards given the fact that I'm the one creating the episodes in the podcast, putting it out there and you're listening. But if I didn't have such incredible listeners and a community of people who continues to leave me reviews or send me messages and inform me of how these episodes truly help you and impact you and make you feel less alone and validate certain feelings that you have or thoughts that you have. If I didn't have that feedback from you guys, it's really just me sitting here talking into a microphone by myself and not knowing the ripple effect this might be having in the world. So I wanted to thank you for that because if if I wasn't receiving that level of feedback, I might not feel as safe to be so vulnerable in this space. And I'm getting emotional and my phone is dying, so I'm going to have to go. But if you haven't yet left me a a rating or a review on Apple or Spotify, please take a moment. It goes a long way for us creators who who put these podcast episodes out. Um, and, and and, and And I really appreciate it. I read every single one. I screenshot every single one. And it really does a lot of positive in my life. So with that said, because I am an emotional ball of something lately, because uh, I have so much happening, I will see you next week, which is my final week in this space. So I wouldn't miss recording that podcast for the world. Until then, I'll see you on the gram. And... Take care of yourselves.